Uh, Josh is going to be very tough to beat. You always have to go with a guy who's considered the best in the world by far. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be Josh Cohen. Josh Cohen. Josh Cohen. And the home team. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the home team live on your drive until 5. Remember, the robot uprising is coming. You got smart speakers. Don't ask them play ESPN 1063 order them yes demand it command and demand your smart speakers they work for you you own them never let them know right because when the old robot uprising happens your smart speakers may start to think for themselves yeah and if that's the case you're in a world of hurt you need to come off as an authority figure and this is extremely important so we live on espn 106.3 we live on smart speakers all you say is play espn 106.3 and there we be and of course worldwide on the espn app speaking of worldwide he is the uh well not exactly pitbull worldwide but he's nationwide Mm -hmm. like the insurance company dean thomas who once again joins us from the gym in st louis in advance of four different of his fighters who will fight in this month of march uh dean it just occurred to me that you've got better things to do with your time than waste two hours a day with us don't you no, I, not really, not today, but I will say this, though. Don't discredit me because when it comes to getting worldwide, you know I get around, baby. Oh, no, we know you get around. We know yeah. you get around. Um, you're very excitable today. Is your volume louder or are you just extra hype? Nah, uh, Christine told me I was a little low, so. Christina. I had, it's Christina. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. I keep messing that up. My fault, Christina. Christina. Um, is his level good now? Yes, he definitely just yelled. He was, it was yeah. not that loud before. Yeah, it startled me. I imagine somebody <laughs> drove off the road like Tiger Woods. You can tell he just came off Whoa. a training session. Like, oh, I, I, oh, boy, you just said that. I'm sorry? Was it, did, I, did I take your thunder? Yeah. King of was, inappropriate and bad timing? I was about to say something about Dean, but then, man, that was... Oh, man. Volume, levels are was very, volume levels are very important because a large portion of the audience does listen in the car while they drive. Oh, yeah. And if somebody comes out way too hot or someplace too loud, it can be startling and it causes someone to, you know, unfortunately lose control of their vehicle. Yeah. But no, it can also get their attention. That's true. That's true. Silence gets their attention. The best way to get someone's attention during... If you're doing radio... And you want to get someone's attention. The best way to do it is to say, and then they all look at the radio. They yeah. look at it like something's going to pop up as an image, and it doesn't. But then you have the, the pregnant pause. The silence is the best way to get attention in an audio form. That's a good point, though, too, because even in a classroom setting, uh, silence is usually the best way to get unruly you know students' up. attention. Right? You know something's well, up. I'm going to try that for the next two hours and see how well that works. <laughs> Uh, it would give it a shot, bro. Get do the best you can. Straight up silence. Um, Dean, when your son Ethan, who is fifteen, when he gets silent, do you know something's up? I mean, he's always a quiet kid. But, yeah, he's a quiet kid. But normally, isn't like quiet kids if they've been in trouble or quiet kids in general? Uh, isn't that an indicator they're up to no good? Yeah, I always feel like I can tell when something's up with him. He does get a little bit more quiet, like a little bit more shelled. So I can always tell. 
Uh-huh. Kenny, how about you? If your daughters are quiet, do you know they're up to no good? Oh, uh, definitely. Always up to no good, in fact. Like, they're always loud. They're always rambunctious. So when they're quiet, something bad is happening. You know who's always loud? Dean Thomas during the show today. Uh, Dean, Dean's loud today, right? I mean, yeah. Are you excitable? I mean, like, are you just you're extra amped today? Like, nah, I'm, I'm extra amped because I just got done. Like Ken said, I just got done a training yeah. session yeah. with my people. You know what I'm saying? So, so everything or, is good. Or it could be your microphone, which maybe is just one notch too high. It could be one or the other. You never know. Yeah, but uh, I think he's high. Uh, Dean, today, it's just really you and me. Uh, Ken is dead to me. Uh, Christina's dead to me. <laughs> Christina stopped today and picked up coffee for Ken. Uh, didn't, <gasps> didn't think to get me any coffee. And then Ken finished the last sip when I would have drank that last sip during a pandemic even. And then just finished the last sip without even me. So they don't matter to me today. It's just me and you, bro. Yo, that's the second time she did that. She did that a couple weeks ago when I came in. I was like, yo, where's mine? She was like, I didn't know. And I'm like, yo. She brings Ken coffee. Now, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink it. But you should have still brought me one. And then I would have dumped it in the trash and said, thanks for nothing. <laughs> well, I drink no. coffee. She should have hooked it up. Look how, okay, look how you, stoned you look Last right time you asked for coffee, I brought Ken the coffee five hours earlier. You guys aren't in the office when me and Ken are in the office. Correct. That's right. Me and Ken also have a love for coffee. Right. So sometimes Ken offers to buy me you're coffee. A, you know, you're a really sweet soul. I'm trying to figure out when life is eventually going to beat you down. Er. I'm trying yeah. to figure out when, when you, it's going to break you. One of my favorite quotes of all time is a Yates quote, and it reads, the innocent and the beautiful have no enemy but time. And part of that is going to be yatted actually on my skin. Part of it. Not the innocent and beautiful part. Because people Yeezy are like, you're not... That? Uh, ye- not Yeezy, Yeats. <laughs> Yeats. Oh, my bad. I the philosopher, <laughs> the poet. Yeatsy. Oh. The innocent and the beautiful have no enemy but time. Now, do we all understand what that means? That is a beautiful saying. I mean, I think it's kind of dark. I think it's kind of dark. I think it's kind of, uh, you know, doomsday-esque. Mm-hmm. I think it's dystopian to some degree. Dystopian? I don't think dystopian. Yeah, dystopian would be different. That would be something totally different, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be, uh, yeah, that would be yeah. some kind of uh, dysentery. I mean, that would also be dark. <laughs> well, it could be both. Yeah, yeah, cloudy and uh-huh. <laughs> negative and hurtful. Yeah. No, it's not a beautiful saying. What it's saying is life's going to get all you. It doesn't matter. Sooner or later, life's going to get you. Yep. So the innocent and the beautiful, you have no enemies, right? Yeah. Cute little kids, beautiful women, you have no enemies. But time, because time mm-hmm. will get you. Because time will make you not beautiful. And time will make mm-hmm. you not innocent. This world will get you. Sooner or later, this world will get Christina. And she'll stop instead of bringing coffee in for Ken or asking me if I want a, a munchkin uh, or a donut hole or whatever those things are. She's going to say, uh, Ken, uh, go get me coffee now. Now. <laughs> yeah, demand it. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. Th- yep. this, life is, this life will break you. You're only 23. You're very optimistic now. And you should be. Keep this enthusiasm always. The world needs more positivity. It needs more people looking to make others happy, wanting nothing for themselves. This world needs more people doing something simple to lift others, not wanting or expecting anything in return. Don't forget the dude who went and jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, and when they found the note at his house, it said, if one person smiles at me, I won't do it. No one smiled at him on his way there. No, not one person smiled at him on his way there, apparently, because he jumped, jumped to his death. But it, That's the impact any of us can have on the lives of others, whether it's picking up coffee, smiling, saying a nice, kind word, a word to a stranger, not wanting anything, but merely just to lift others up. Well, I like when Tina walks in because it uplifts me. It, she's, a, she's a positive presence. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't make fun of her when she's in here, mm-hmm. uh, but I do like the fact that she is in here, and I did appreciate the coffee as well. So, Tina, thank you, right. and don't let the world break you. But you guys are kind of like Dean if you have a magnet one end is that negative one ends that positive like yeah. Ken is always like 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 Christina is so happy cheerful and positive 
And then Ken's like, pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Yeah. It's like, Who's, yeah. Ain't we, that we a, no one asked you. I'm a grump. You are a grump. You I, are a grump. I love you that word. Yeah. I love the word grump. Yeah. You're, you're like, uh, you're a grumpa. <laughs> I am grumpa. <laughs> exactly. Because okay, they call you pa, pa, pa. Uh, I'm grumpa, pa. You're grumpa, pa. <laughs> no, because then that sounds like grandpa. Yeah, so it's got to be grumpa. You're not a grandpa. Grumpa Rob Grumpkowski. Yeah, you're right. If you're a football player, you'd be Rob Grunkowski. <laughs> I like that a yeah. lot, actually. But yeah. it's accurate. It's extremely yeah. accurate. If you were an oversized um, four-wheel vehicle, you'd be a monster grump. Yeah. <laughs> Dean, That's me. Dean, back to you. Oh, back to me. Yeah. Um, you're Forrest Grump. I knew that was the That was the obvious. That yeah. was the obvious. And if Dean didn't say it, I was going to go to that place. Well done, Dean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're not exactly the landfill. You're more like the grump. Okay, now we're and, done. We're done. No, wait, I got one more. I got one more. Oh. When you played in the band, you played the grumpet. <laughs> if I was president, I'd be Donald Grump. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> all right, let's, let's That might be enough of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but we've got a busy day today. Uh, one of Dean's friends, actually. One of Dean's friends, Algernon Sterling, who's fighting for the UFC championship belt Saturday night. He will join us for 20 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and it's got nothing to do with Dean. Dean didn't line this up. UFC asked us, ESPN asked us, hey, you guys want. And we said yes. I said, hell yeah, mm-hmm. take the best you can. Oh. Dean, you introduced me to this young man back in 2017 in Las Vegas. And uh, he's been on quite the career come up since you predicted it. Yeah, I mean, he's such a good kid. He's a real positive dude. And he's good friends with my with my good friend, Matt Sarah, yeah. all the way from Long Island. Mm-hmm. And like he's I'm I'm hoping and I'm wishing the best for him this weekend. He got a tough fight, but he's yeah. basically a pick em against a dude whose name looks like Peter, sounds like Peter, but there's no E. It's just yeah. P-E-T-R. Oh, he's yeah. Russian, yeah. Peter Jan. Uh-huh. Um, so that's a tough fight. Algemon Sterling getting his title chance. Finally, he'll join us about uh, 420. So before that, actually tomorrow night, there's that big gala happening at the Breakers, and I'll be a part of the Papcorp Imagination Gala. Oh, what a night um, in memory of John Stahl. John's son, Jesse, will be joining us. AEG Live, he'll be joining us 345. little insight on why they do what they do and why it's so important, obviously. Uh, Dean St. Louis, weather check right now. We still in the low 50s or do you get it colder? Nah, it's warmer. It's probably nice. it's probably mid 50s, closer to 60s now. I mean, it's it's a beautiful day today. The sun's out. Everything is good today. Very nice. Might explain your over-enthusiasm that ex- yeah, that or over-modulation. Yeah that, yeah, that explains my mood and my, my positivity and my happiness. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like Christine today. I mean, Tina. It's Christina. Yeah. yeah Man, find different ways to get it wrong throughout the show. Chrissy... Um, Christy. Isteen. Is this all started because me texting you by the wrong name? Is that where this comes from? On the I don't group know. Text? I don't know why he started this at all. all. all I right. feel like he's actually always done this. For sure. Uh, today on the show, we will finally get to some of the entries into the times you were much more injured or sick than you thought you were. Ken, you said yesterday you checked out my Facebook page where people were mm-hmm. submitting, and you your words were my Facebook page was, quote, wild. Yeah, it, some of these are messed up, or you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Dean, one time you had no idea how injured you were until you picked up a beer in a British pub. Oh, my goodness. Yup, that was when I broke my wrist. During a fight. Yeah, during a fight, and I, I didn't even know it was broke. I thought it was just like, you know, a little, you know, just a little irritated. Mm-hmm. And then when I picked up that beer... All the, you know, the adrenaline wore off. And as soon as I picked up that beer, I took one little swig and then I, the pain just rushed right into my wrist. Man, I put the beer right down and walked like two miles. In the snow. In, in the snow. In back the snow. to the hotel, holding my wrist, crying like, ah. Dean and I have very similar views on a number, uh, a number of things. Many, many things. Uh, Dean and I experience the same films. We have the same uh, likes and tastes in certain things. And both of us know the extraordinary pain of breaking a wrist. Ugh. Because when I brought it up, 
the first time I found out that he broke his was on the air when I was a kid, screwing around the playground, throwing a, a play punch, and my, my hand got blocked, and my hand was underneath, it was bent wrong, and boom, stars. Mm. And then Dean said, oh my God, I said probably one of the most painful physical injuries I've ever sustained, and that's when Dean said, oh my God, me too. And then he told the story about being in England after the fight, picking up the beer, setting the beer down, walking back to the hotel, going to the vending machine, buying all of the aspirin packets in the vending machine and taking them all at once. Yep, I took I, I spent $20 on aspirin and took all of them. <laughs> was it Advil, Tylenol, or just yeah, good old aspirin? I don't know aspirin? what it was. It was, just, it, it, was, it was English, so it just said aspirin. Gotcha. Uh, Christina, you've never broken a wrist. No, I've never broken my wrist. Or a collarbone. No. Those are the two really, really, yeah. really painful. Yeah. Uh, Kenny? Uh, I have fractured a collarbone. I have broken every finger on my left hand, but I have not broken a hand. How per did se. you? How did you manage to break every finger? Baseball, on Baseball, football, basketball. Those are three of them. Jamming, uh, jamming them. You broke with, these fingers. Broke them. Fractures. Yes, not t- compound fractures, but fractures. I on figured. All of them. I fi- Dino. I mean, I know what you were thinking. Probably you were thinking if Ken broke all the fingers on his left hand, probably during a session of self love at home. <laughs> Well, no, I'm well conditioned. Just you, you, just you with the yeah. bedroom door locked, watching, you know, trying to get a scrambled Cinemax signal yeah. at about 2 a.m. You wind up breaking your fingers. Man, did I watch a lot of scrambled Cinemax growing up, man. I became an expert. If y'all had that one cable box, you know, the one cable box where you push the buttons in, you could push two down at the same time. Yes. And if you did that, you can get a kind of a semi, you know, semi-stagnant photo or yes. image and then it would stand the screen for a while it gives you enough time to give you a head start a little areola yeah, yeah good think, I think <laughs> things we had to do back then to get you know yeah, i know to get that I you know. know times were tough think man. about that <sighs> now you're six years old you're curious about girls or boobs mm-hmm. and you just take out your tablet or your phone and then you just put in the google search boobs i know and then you've got everything you've ever <laughs> the wanted the thrill of the chase is gone everything yeah, you want you don't, you don't you don't have to figure out which buttons to push at the same time <laughs> on the cable box uh-huh. to get kind of a scramble trying to figure out is that is that what i think it is so christina right now could not she be more lost because she, right i'm now. fully ignoring this conversation but, but, but you, you you've never seen a cable box that's wired to the t- to the tv where you actually push a button in have you where you push or you click a button it's, it's, it looks like a keyboard and you push in the button for the channel you want you've never seen that i don't think so because you're 23 years old yeah and Martina, they, they've we've never gone, been in your lifetime we've gone full boys club and she is checked out right now <laughs> you feel left out a little bit i don't feel left out at all feel like i'm you, fine feel like you want to exclude yourself from the conversation kind of yeah. yeah i'm <laughs> in my own world over here yeah. well you're gonna have you know boys and girls someday i know someday and, and they're gonna have tablets and phones uh-huh, and you sure know you're gonna put the parental guidelines on yeah because any six-year-old boy right now can find out like if you're six you know more now today than i knew at 25 uh-huh that's about the truth. sex and bodies and how everything works and there's no shame in that that's the truth that's just the accessibility well, of all no, of i think this. there's some shame in it because again i was 25 oh, yeah that's true so, 25 is and in yeah, your case rough. 30 i know i know late bloomer and in dean's case probably eight yeah, well, I, I was lucky enough to have some, you know, my uncles, you know, they was players and, you know, and uh-huh. so I was lucky enough, you know, they'd have magazines, you know, tucked yeah. away in the room. Okay. The magazines. In the room. All right. in there. Yeah. yeah, this is going somewhere that yeah. really wasn't yeah. intended to. Yeah. Uh, Dean broke his wrist in a fight, wasn't aware, was much more injured than he thought he was. Christina, did you contribute on this conversation? More sick, more injured than you thought? This comes off of, obviously, Tiger and Trey Mancini. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a learning lesson, a teaching moment, if you will. People contributed on my Instagram, on my Twitter, and on my Facebook at Josh Cohen Radio. And some of these, like you said, Kenny, they are wild. They are insane. Some of them are disturbing. Some of them have tragic consequences and result. One dude said that uh, his leg hurt. He went to the hospital. Three days later, his leg was amputated. Yeah. Yeah. And then I asked for follow-up information. Did he give me follow-up information? Uh, I he said blood clots, I believe. So that's not good. Yeah. Have you ever had an instance where you had no idea how sick or injured you were? 
Uh, when I broke my nose, I did not think I broke my nose. I got right back up when it happened and then started walking towards- Is there blood coming out? Not yet. And then oh. I started walking and then out of nowhere, blood just shot all out of my nose and it was everywhere just and everyone it. was surrounding me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of badass. And though. this was cheerleading. No, this was flag football. Oh, this was doing flag uh, football. Yeah. That's right. Who am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of my friend Chelsea. Broke her nose three times. Cheerleading. I fractured my elbow in cheerleading, falling out of a stunt. I've done uh, a couple injuries from that, cheerleading. That hurts. Fractured elbows hurt. Oh, yeah. They hurt. Yeah. Cheerleading's was... no joke, man. No joke. Ooh, cheerleading I've had not. a lot of injuries from cheerleading. Especially the old basket toss. Are they still yeah. allowed to do that? Yes. Yeah, the flyers, and Tina was a flyer. I was, She's, yeah. When She's I was a kid, tiny. I was watching a Syracuse basketball game, and uh, this was the early days of cable television broadcasts. And um, they built a pyramid, and the girl fell off. And then all you could hear was just screaming, screaming. Oh, I know what you're talking and, about. And they, they didn't go to commercial break. Yeah, or they didn't have, stuck so with all, you could, all you could hear was just this poor girl still yeah. in agony screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a very terrible moment. It was a very traumatic moment as a young boy watching college basketball that uh, they couldn't find something else to do, like a commercial for Pizza Hut. Or read a <laughs> promo card. Yeah. Instead or it was, take the camera shot off and, of instead, it. Instead, they just turned the microphones up <laughs> on the court level yeah. so you could just hear this girl screaming for, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. Uh. She's probably bleeding out of her ears. If you're bleeding out of your ears, Dean, that's usually a bad sign. Yeah, that's a bad sign because, like, what could cause, like, blood to just start coming out of your ears? Unless unless you got cauliflower ear where right. it open. But other than that, like, from the inside out, like, what could cause that? See, during fights, you know, we watch fights and dudes will bleed from their ears. Their ears will get kind of disconnected. There was a UFC fight a few weeks back. Where a dude, they, they had to stop the fight because mm-hmm. the doctor looked and his ear was kind of dangling. Like yeah. it was enough, it was enough well, of it. There was enough of it separated from from a strike. Do you remember who it was? Who was uh, Kimbo fighting? Where he exploded that guy? Oh ear? yeah, James Thompson. Yeah, strike force. Yeah, yeah it was strike, strike force. force. Strike yeah. force. He busted his ear open. Oh. We're not talking about <laughs> bleeding, you know, from the ear. We're talking from inside from, the if ear. Ears, yeah. If blood's coming out of your ear canal. That's normally a bad sign. Yeah, that, that's actually, I would say, never a good sign. Either you call the doctor or you call the exorcist. <laughs> One of the others got to come and figure out One how do yeah. we make this stop. Take your pick. Right. Uh, exorcists, by the way, are very real. The, the church has been very, very clear about the number of exorcisms they performed. Former cardinals and such have detailed what they St. have. St. Louis? Um, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, or I think, Phoenix. Uh, I, think there was the, I think there was a famous case. Well, first of all, the one that was chronicled in The Exorcist, that's D.C., right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this happens around the world. Exorcisms take place. And you could say somebody's acting out, they're mentally ill, they want attention, it's fake, whatever. But they're saying, no, 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 you don't understand. In this instance, this person defied gravity. Mm-hmm. This person began to levitate. Or this, or, or this person lifted me up. Now, you can speak in tongues, I can do it right now. Yeah, that's true. But when you start to speak in perfect Latin, that's when it's or dialects yeah, that true. you never knew before, right. I think I think the gravity defying is enough to tell you. Yeah. If somebody yeah. if somebody can look at you and make you lift off the ground and now you're floating above the ground, That's, odds are good that they've got a special power. <laughs> yeah. And it's the, probably not a good power. It's probably an evil. The power. Exorcist is based off of a true story, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Of course it is. And that's what they say. No, no, it is. No, it's all based on the Exorcist film and the book that's based on is based on a true story. But there are thousands of these conducted every year around the world. Um, the church, the Catholic Church. A couple of years ago, someone shared some of these because they want people to understand that messing with evil is no, it's not a joke. Mm-hmm. If you believe, then great. But if you don't believe, don't make it worse for yourself. Right. Don't compound the problem. Because if yeah. you don't believe, fine, but don't bring it upon yourself. Um, I've had stories on this show over the years from people that were talking about Santeria mm-hmm. and talking about um, you know, witchcraft and summonsing of spirits and how things sometimes get sideways, go wrong. 
it, don't mess with that. Yeah. Don't mess with that. Uh, I have some family members on my wife's side uh, where Santeria is a thing, and I would never, ever, 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 ever mess, don't with, mess that. with that. Not at all. No, don't mess with that. Uh, so Christina had a broken nose. She didn't know that it was broke. And your elbow, you probably didn't know that was broke at the time either. Oh, that I... I, I didn't think it was broken because I was just in a lot of pain, yep. though. There yeah. you go. Uh, Dino, yours would be the uh, broken wrist? Yeah, the broken wrist by far. All right. And Kenny, yours was? Mine actually was uh, jumping off of my uh, my back fence and landing because I was locked out of my house and jammed my toe and thought, God, that hurt. And I took my shoe off and my fourth toe was behind my third toe. Ew. Yeah. Ew. That, was, that was pretty gnarly. He got Brenton broken. I had to wear sandals for three days because I couldn't put on shoes and then had to get it popped back into place. Ken, don't you got monkey feet anyway? <laughs> he does have monkey feet. I, my toes are th- like the same length as my fingers. You have chimpanzee feet. massive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you can, like you can send text with your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. I can easily pick things up with every single one you of could, my toes. You could brush your teeth with two toothbrushes, one in each hand, <laughs> and, and send text with your feet. If I was flexible, I'd easily be able to do that because my toes are long as hell. Did you? Can you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, was, <laughs> can you uh, can you peel a banana? With if I practice that, yeah. with your, with your I, I can easily grip a banana with my toes. Yes. Um, I'm I, I'm scared. What else you might be able to do with your own feet? <laughs> so we won't ask. I need to stretch. Keep those contributions coming via Twitter, Instagram, DM, or on the Facebook, my Facebook at Josh Cohen Radio. Someone's going to win fifty bucks to go drinking and eating once again at Twin Peaks, and also a pair of t- actually four tickets. Four tickets to go see the Nationals and the Marlins at Roger Dean Stadium on, I believe, the 11th of March. The show sheet doesn't say so, but I'm going to guess the 11th. Does that sound right to you, Christina? Yes, yes. Then we're all going to go with the 11th. A date that lives in infamy now. Which is, yeah, that's the one-year anniversary of when life stopped. Uh-huh. So this coming weekend is our last weekend from a year ago. Yeah. This coming weekend was our final weekend of normalcy. This is our last week of normalcy. And it'll be one year since we've been in this because everything stopped the night of March the 11th. That's when the NBA shut down. March mm-hmm. 12th, everybody left their offices, left here, yep. went home. Yep. And that's the beginning of our pandemic as we knew it. It's going to be weird next week going back to the Conference USA tournament where that got shut down. I came back here and then it was you, me, and McLovin for the next six, and Dean for the next six months. How you forget about Dean? Sorry, Dean. He was going a lot, that's though. Okay. That's, no, that's okay. I, I, he I was going a lot. I see where you're coming from, Ken Levicka. <laughs> All right. So contribute, uh, enter in the times you were much more sick or much more hurt than you realized at first, and someone will be rewarded with 50 bucks for drinking and eating at Twin Peaks and a four-pack of tickets. And tickets are tough to come by for spring training. Yeah, they are, especially with the reduced capacity yeah. and it's spring training. The Nationals and the Marlins at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium on the March 11th afternoon. It's an afternoon game. Okay, so get those in when you can. Yeah. Okay. Christina's very loud right now wow. talking on the phone. Are you yelling at someone Who on the phone? Who are you talking Who are, to? Yeah, come over here. Get on the mic. Who are you talking to right now? Who are you talking to right now? I'm talking to someone uh, someone who called in the show. Okay, so are you yelling? Did you ever get like did Brian ever work with you because I could hear you? I can't I I couldn't really hear so I had to I was trying to You're whisper. Like this. You call, you go ESPN 1063. What's your name? What you calling about? She never does. Where are you calling from? You yeah, you want to whisper that. How could you hear me? Cause she'd be talking like she's in a club. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, you were talking like we like we were in a club. And I trying, couldn't hear. Trying to get bottle service. Leave me alone. Let me do what I need to do. The, my <laughs> headphones are loud as hell, and these mics okay, pick, are picking you up talking to a cop. Hello, what is your name? <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> are, would you like to be on the show? <laughs> what is his name, and what does he want? 
He won on Evan's show and uh, just trying to get info on what he won. Why don't you call during Evan's show? So why don't you call during Evan's show? Hold on a second. Put no, him on here. No, Put no, him on here no, right now. No. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, who's this? Hi, who's this? Hello? Hey, this, hey Josh. This is Mark Ritz. How are you doing? Hey, man. How you doing, brother? So so if you're if you're wondering to follow up on the uh, the prize stuff, the best person yeah. would be the producer of that show. So that's Jeanette Javier, and she'll be here at 5 o'clock. No, but wait. Hold on a second. Or Christina can email I you. I actually head that up, so it's going to, no matter oh. what, go to me. So that's why I'm just trying to get his name gotcha. and phone number so I can contact him, well, don't Josh. talk so loud next yeah, time. Don't tell, yeah, don't be yelling in the club. Yeah. Dude's right. And you, you know, uh. Let's use our big girl indoor I voices. Just, I just thought of it now, but I figured, Cohen, you're a pretty cool guy, so I figured I'd call during your show. Awesome. There we well, go. Mark, you're good. What'd you, what'd you, you want to talk to Tina. Mark, what'd you win? I won the uh, Super Bowl. Well, I picked the MVP and uh, the winner. Nice. So what is the prize? Yeah, the What's the prize it's that you get? It's a $50 get? gift card to Duffy's. Oh, very nice. There. Very nice. Yeah. All right. So we must have jogged your memory a little bit, and you thought, hey, those deadbeats, they never set me mind. <laughs> you know why? Because, no, I'm actually, for work, I'm going to Tampa, and then I realized, wait a minute, I'm going uh, to Tampa right uh, now, yes. Tampa Bay. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, you see that? See, that's how it works on that show. What they do is they try and hope that prize winners forget. Yeah. And then if you follow up, uh, they change their email address on you real quick. <laughs> and then if you complain uh, yep. to the company, then they're like, oh, we overlooked it somehow. Man. But really, they're just trying to and give away the why. same prize 20 times <laughs> and hope nobody's actually able to, cl- to, to claim it. Mark, you gamed the system. Well done. Yeah, you oh beat the system. Yep. Good for you. You beat Christina Thank in her you. own Thank game. You. Hold on, buddy. Uh, tell you. us. Tell us. Who's your buddies? Who's your pals? Josh Cohen and the home team. But yeah. we, see, we just hijacked a winner. That's right. See that? <laughs> we give nothing. Mark's ours now. We get his loyalty, and we gave him nothing. Yep. That's how it works. Damn the right. home team on ESPN 106.3. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. 61 years in business speaks volumes. Especially if you're a local family-owned company. And especially if you were started by one man with one idea. And that is, be honest with people. Have integrity with people. Say what you mean, mean what you say. And you'll grow your company from one man and one truck to over 110 vehicles on the road today. Who am I talking about? You already know John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning. That's the backstory. John's dad, John C., started it 61 years ago. One man, one idea. Air conditioning, heating, repair, etc. And now, it's an empire. But the business model remains the same. And that is, family first, the family name means all, it represents honesty, integrity, and trust, and that must be upheld. And that's exactly what they do. Call to enroll in the Cassidy Care Program to save yourself money and time and aggravation. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. They are the first and last name in air conditioning. They are John C. Cassidy. Busy day, guests, contests, and another round of generational jeopardy so Generation X can wipe the floor with Generation Z Man. and basically break you into not wanting to play anymore. Again, I have a tremendous advantage because I lived through your stuff and I lived through my stuff. Yes. You don't have the same advantage, so we're going to create a point spread. If there's four questions, I may be favored by two and a half. See what I'm saying? Therefore, you could still get fewer right but win the game. Okay, I like that. Yeah, because it is an unfair advantage for me. I suppose. And it was always two against one. That is true, too. Yeah, but it's only Dean. Does that really help? That is more true. (laughs) I mean, is it really helpful? It has been really one-sided. You'd think they'd ever get anything right. 
Mm. Her or Jeanette. We can yeah, use them as a duo. Like, you're so much better than Jeanette at this, but yet you're still terrible. So like What, a generational jeopardy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, you meant like producing the show. No, wow. I was confused. I was <laughs> interesting no. you would jump Salty. to that conclusion. No. Wow. Interesting you would jump to that conclusion. Mostly because, you know, you're right. But beyond that, interesting that you would jump to that conclusion. So you are better at generational jeopardy than Jeanette is. Whoa. But you weren't sure that's what we were talking about when we said you're so much better than her, did you? You weren't sure. Well, I, I was not kind of, we had different generational jeopardies. You guys had different questions and our, we're not even, she's a millennial. I'm Gen Z. That's totally oh, separate. No, separate point. So technically she, apart. she should have done better. I just got a text oh. from Jeanette. Yeah. It say, it say, yeah, okay. Okay. It says, and I, and I put in quotes, hold up. What's she say? <laughs> hold up. End quote. And, hold up. And, and his hold is spelled H-O-L-E. H-O-L-E. Hold up. <laughs> no, it says one word. H-O-L-E-U-P. Well, one word. And then it says, what's she say? <laughs> And then that's, that's one it. word too. Yeah. Hold hold up is all one word. H O L E U P U P. Hold up is one word, and that means hold, hold up. up. Hold, yeah, hold up. up. Wait a minute. Stop naming. Yeah. Like basically. Oh no. Chris, hold, yeah, Chris. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. What happened there? Hold up. <laughs> it's the remix. Wait a minute. There we go. Okay. Thank all right, you. It's dead. All right. Sports Center happens right now. This Sports Center update. We want to do it right now, or we want to wait on this because we got a guest coming up shortly. We doing Sports Center right now. You tell. You're the boss. You're the producer. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Sports Center update right now. Being brought to you by Kaiser University. Dean Thomas always growing, always learning. And by the way, um, they are champions of many sport. Those championship banners is Dean saw himself hanging proudly. Kaiser University in West Palm Beach. Sports Center happens right now. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department executed a search warrant on Monday to get data from the so-called black box in the SUV. The Tiger Woods was driving when he was seriously injured in a car crash last week. Mm -hmm. To get a warrant, probable cause that a crime was involved has to be determined. Even if it's just a misdemeanor, the Sheriff's Office saying that they're just doing their due diligence of the Jupiter Island resident. Yeah, they want the black box to identify why did this happen. And this happens because there's no tire tracks and skids right. and things that we talked about the day of. Nothing that would lead to the conclusion an effort to stop or to avoid, divert yeah. collision. And they said this is pretty common procedure, especially with a crash like yeah. this. You only find out about this in this instance because it's Tiger Woods. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Continue. The Honda Classic, March 15th through the 21st at PGA National. Two more big names are joining the field. Jupiter resident Ricky Fowler and future Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Island resident Phil Mickelson in the field. How about that? Joining names like Brooks Kepka as well as Daniel Berger. How about that? We got big names. We got big game. Where's that at? To Honda Classic, PGA National Resort and Spa. What are you talking about? The one we used to go to? The one that we went to last year and the year before and every year before that. Right. Oh I didn't know they had big names like that. They always had those big names, you dummy. It's been a oh. little bit since Phil's been there. Phil hasn't been in about four or five years, if yeah. memory serves. It's going to be cool to have Phil back there. I remember my buddy Eric playing in the Pro-Am with Phil Mickelson. And Eric Joya, who you know. Mm -hmm. Remember Old Boy Sports? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lefty also. And <laughs> Eric told me the story about how he was getting frustrated you know, with shots that he missed and how he was playing. And Phil Mickelson just called him out and said, Eric... You're not good enough to get angry. <laughs> but it's that's so this well should just said. be this should just be yes. fun for you. It puts things in perspective. How you're good not is that? Go, you're not good enough. You should care uh, or be angry about how you miss hit the ball. You know, Dean. You have people come in back in the day to your old American Top Team gym, and they were teenagers or early mid twenties or tough guys, mm -hmm. and they had unrealistic goals of being MMA champions. 
um, and you had to tell them, listen, you know, you're not making a living doing this. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, and just learn. Yeah, most people don't make a living, so you, that's exactly what you have to do. You have to just enjoy the process. And my, my saying was always this: Mountain climbers don't climb mountains to reach the top; they climb mountains to climb the mountain. So always just enjoy the process. How about that? How that's about, very about, profound. How about philosophy from Dean Thomas today. I see that. Who thought we were getting a mountain climbing philosophy? Who knew? But they don't climb it to get to the top. There's easier ways to get to the top. Yeah. They do it to climb the mountain. Right. I like that a lot, yeah. That's really well said, dude. I'm impressed with you this week. I don't know what happened to you, but all of a sudden it feels like you're trying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) No, No, actually, I'm not. No, No, I'm not. (laughs) Just for clarification. The New York Jets are open to listening to trade offers for quarterback Sam Darnold. GM Joe Douglas telling reporters earlier today, quote, I will answer the call if it's made. Uh, Cute or not cute? Jets quarterback Sam Darnold. Christina. Not cute. Um, It's sort of caveman-ish, right? Like a little caveman. It's kind of goofy. Yeah. I've been at parties with him. I think, yeah, goofy, not caveman. Yeah, I've been at parties with him three or four times. Big head. And he's just kind of, like, he's kind of goofy. He does his nonverbals. Like, at the the Wheels Up Super Bowl party, the Super Saturday party, you know, everyone recognizes him. There's much bigger stars there than him. But his nonverbals indicate, like, like self-consciousness. Like, he's self-conscious. So is he, like, he's awkward, socially awkward. I think so, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I think so. And if you're going to play that position in New York City, that's not a no. personality fit. No, 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 no. Don't forget, he made the biggest mistake ever while wearing a mic on Monday Night Football by saying that he was, quote, seeing ghosts out there. Yeah. And that was the beginning of the end. Because I'm here, right? Imagine you're a sports writer for any of those New York papers, blogs, media outlets, podcast. You're never, ever going to forget that your franchise quarterback is a dude who spooked on throwing the ball because he's seeing defenders that aren't there and now he's afraid to get picked off. Right. Because he had a really bad game on a Monday night against the Browns. Didn't you say Russell Wilson acted like he was too cool for everybody? Russell Wilson always acts like he's a huge movie star and that he's super cool and that he has to wear sunglasses inside and have kind of like a, like a, not a posse, not an entourage, but like some kind of security detail. A detail, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Brett Favre is wearing cut-off shorts, <laughs> you know, and a t-shirt with like paint stains on it. <laughs> paint in the garage, and he's just walking around with an open beer going, what's up, guys? What's going on, y'all? That's how I'd imagine Brett Favre conducts himself. Oh, he is. Yeah. He doesn't care. But, 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 but Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, he's got the Versace sunglasses on, and, he, and he's doing the whole, that nonverbal turtling, you know, you, you kind of bend down and you lower your head, which draws attention more to you. Yes. If you want to draw attention to yourself in a busy, crowded place, pretend like you don't want to be seen. Uh-huh. Bend over, duck your head down. <laughs> you stand up. It makes people look at you like, what is he, who is he? He must be someone who want to be seen as one be. Dean, Dean, you laugh when I say it because you know it's true. I know it's true. I mean, we use that in improv all the time. Like, if you if you don't want attention on you, act like you act like you don't want attention on you. And that's when it comes. Exactly. That's why Brett Favre can just stand there with a beer and a painted t-shirt. Yeah. And Russell Wilson, too cool for school. Uh. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. No, I'm he's just saying just... he uses like that party to, yeah. to flex. Yeah. I'd probably I, do I think the same that's thing. The, those are the only parties I've ever been at with him, seen him. Um, you know, it's just kind of a it's kind of a flex. Yeah. The Heat six game winning streak <laughs> is over. They Told lose you. to the Hawks ninety four to eighty last night, just two days after the Heat had Lloyd Pierce, Atlantic's uh, head coach, fired. Jimmy Butler did not play in defeat. One more game before the All-Star break. That's tomorrow night against the Pelicans. Tina's nonverbals today um, are indicating she's just had it with me 
And I said, well, the heat last night, I told you. And then she's kind of, mm. No, here's what's happening, though. And I know exactly what's happening. She has a bachelor party coming up starting tomorrow. Are and you halfway she there? Check the bleep out. Are you halfway to the bachelor party? I haven't checked out. Checked out. No, I have not checked out. Excuse me, aisle three, check out. He's out. <laughs> How does Al 3 have to do the check? I, I know, know, that made no sense. <laughs> I got to work on my improv, Dean. If you could help me with that, that would be yeah, great. Just pretend you don't want to be seen. Yeah. No, I was off. annoyed because you were right, and I saw your tweet last night that you tagged me in, and I was hoping I, I that tagged the whole show you it. tagged the whole show, and I did. you were right. Yeah, I didn't want to be right. Set. I wanted our heat to win, but the reality is, sometimes, it happens in hockey, it happens in all sports. A team loses a coach... And then their next game out, they overperform. Yeah. And they win games they shouldn't have. And that last night's case in point, you know, at Miami against the Heat, they won six straight. Anything else in Sports Center? That is your Sports Center. And today was brought to you by Kaiser University. Dean Thomas has all details on the academia and athletics and equestrian as well. Well, I want to definitely give them some love to the to the golf program because we haven't talked about that. And, and the, the Honda Classic is coming up. So I'm going to give some love to Kaiser University's golf program where you can get an associate's or bachelor's degree in golf management. And you're only going to be learning from the best. They have three PGA Master Professionals and an LPGA Hall of Famer on their staff that will teach you the best. You can get a scholarship. They're available. And if you are a student, you can play seven days a week. So if you want to have a career in the golf industry, nice. check out the Kaiser University College of Golf at kaiseruniversity.edu slash residential. It's the home team on ESPN 106.3. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. PB&T is now truest and all they see is you. That commitment remains the same. Listen, they just partnered with the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins, and the Atlanta Falcons. You already know that. When this pandemic struck 51 weeks ago, immediately BB&T, now Truist, took action, assisting with PPP loans, staying up all night to make sure that small businesses and small business people could survive to then continue to thrive. Committed to Main Street and small businesses and small business people, your bank should view you as a business partner with a chance to grow your money in a symbiotic relationship. And if it doesn't, well, immediately, you already know, Move it, your banking, to BB&T Now Truist. Already, you should recognize the difference when your story matters like it does at BB&T Now Truist. The relationship matters like it does with BB&T Now Truist. You already know the programs here that they have contributed to and assisted during the pandemic. Um, BB&T Now Truist, all they see is you. Home team in full effect for the final time this week. Kenny, Christina in studio, Dean Thomas in St. Louis. And uh, joining us now, a special guest in advance of tomorrow night. You know we are participating, ESPN West Palm, as media partners of a very special event. Oh, what a night with the Pap Corp happening at our friends, the Breakers. I will be there as well in person. And joining us now is from the organization, Jesse Stoll, who joins us on the home team on ESPN 106.3. Jesse, good afternoon. Hey, how are you? Uh, doing good, my friend. Listen, you and I, um, we have similar circumstances in life and for all the wrong reasons. Both of us <laughs> lost our dad way too soon, way too young, yeah. that both had so much more to give and to do and to benefit others as a result of this disease, cancer, you thought we might have wiped out by now. 
So you and I, we have the similar experience in life. We understand why this research is crucial. But your family went further and got involved with obviously the foundation and PAPCorp where it is today. This is something that I imagine you felt that your father probably wanted you guys to do so other families didn't have to experience what you did. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, 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 took, it took our family by, by uh, you know, really, really quickly. It, was, it, it happened in 2008. He had stage four uh, aggressive glioblastoma, which is, you know, one of the more, uh, more devastating ones out there. And usually when, when that happens, the chance of survival is, 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 is close to nothing. Mm. Um, and it's crazy because, you know, I, I'm doing this obviously in honor of my father, but I'm really doing this because, I mean, some of the stats you read about, I just pulled up a, a couple actually that, not not to scare people, you know, that are listening, but you know, it, it's it's wild how every single person out there can obviously relate to to cancer, you know, or taking a taking any kind of effect on their life, one degree of separation, family member, friend, mm-hmm. and I, I'm reading like some of the stats. You know, I see males one in one in two uh, have a risk of developing it, and wow. one in five have a risk of dying from it. The prostate being the the uh, the more the more the most uh, mm-hmm. relevant, and in females, one in three uh, are being affected by it, and risk of dying one in five with with breast cancer being the. So it's just you know it's that's the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night, and, and really, you know, I, I I pray daily in this lifetime that that we'll we'll see we'll see a, a, a you know cure or, or or some sort of control of it. Um, it so yeah. Indeed. Tomorrow night, the event happens at the Breakers on Palm Beach. It is the Oh, What a Night uh, Gala, the Imagination Gala, Oh, What a Night with PapCorp. For those that want information and details and to be involved, P-A-P-C-O-R-P-S dot org. PapCorp, P-A-P-C-O-R-P-S dot org. Music, such a large part of your family history, your father's life, his career with Phantasma Production, and now you obviously as well. And tomorrow night really is a celebration with the musical performance. This this band, this organization here, the, the Modern Gentlemen, these are the guys that tour and sing with Frankie Valley, right? Yeah, sang with Frankie for years. Uh, we were trying to find something that fit the the nook of the imagination theme. Um, they're the they're you know, the guys are studs. They they were on the road with Frankie for years as his voice was you know, himself was kind of weakening, and sure. um, these guys have been on Broadway. Then, you know, and, and they don't, you're, you're going to hear songs not just from the, 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 the Four Seasons catalog, but they'll do a full, full range of all the big hits from the, you know, you know 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. So it's pretty a killer show. The organization does important work. 22,000 volunteers. It's the largest nonprofit volunteer based organization in South Florida. And by the way, funds going to Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center. Tomorrow night, there'll be a call to the heart. People can also donate online, obviously, but a call to the heart on many different levels. 100% of those proceeds, every penny of every dollar to the Vital Cancer Research Trial at Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center. That is remarkable. That can get done. Uh, Every penny of every dollar is such, Jesse. That's something you're proud of. Absolutely. Yeah, no, this is something that you know, I knew it was a perfect match for, for our family to, to jump in. And it's been a, it's been an awesome journey so far. We've, we've really came together. I've had all my siblings, you know, come forth and, and think of ideas beyond just traditional donors. We've, we put together a, a really cool auction, um, that just finished and, and that was on charity buzz. And we, we, 
put all kinds of interesting priceless uh, items with Zooms with celebrities and autographed music memorabilia. So that was a, a great part. And, and then tomorrow, of course, there's a live auction where, you know, you'll be able to, to, to bid on items ranging from uh, premium tickets to see Elton John in 2022, uh, a private jet to the Bahamas, wow. uh, a, a South Africa safari. So pretty, pretty incredible you know, priceless items out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no wonderful items, wonderful experiences. But like we always say, if you can have a good time for a greater cause, then why wouldn't you? Um, some tickets, yeah. I imagine, available, perhaps last minute tickets or tables. Uh, papcorp.org, P A P C O R P S. Don't forget the S. It is silent when you say it. I made that mistake accidentally. Uh, it's easy to do. None of us are perfect, especially me when it comes to speaking <laughs> out loud, which is weird since it's my job. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Papcorp with an S on the end, dot org. Um, last question for you. On the music front, you grew up in music. You work in it now in live acts. What's the one music act you wish you could have seen but never had the chance to, and now obviously it's too late? Who would that have been for you, Jesse? So e- easy, and and uh, our our company's actually bringing them back this summer. Um, they were supposed to headline Coachella, uh, but Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> oh, re- really? Of anybody? Yeah, they just, they broke up, um, and and. That was in what the late '90s, early 2000s, yeah, and yeah. since then, and and it was a huge to do. And they announced that they'll they'll reunite for Coachella, and then of course the tour sold out everywhere when they when they announced dates. Not not nothing for Florida yet, but I'm uh, I'm dying to see them. You'll find. I a mean, way. Led Zeppelin would be my 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 act that I never had the chance to see, but okay. I don't, I, and I hope in my lifetime that might even happen. But. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Tomorrow night, again, it is the Pap Corp Imagination Gala. Oh, what a night happening at the Breakers. Um, Champagne, reception, 6 p.m. Dinner and entertainment begin at 7 p.m. All those wonderful auctions, all those wonderful opportunities, all that wonderful music by the guys that sing with Frankie Valli, all of that four-season music, but most of all, the wonderful cause in memory, of course, of Jesse's dad, John. Uh, Jesse, look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. Thank you for the time, and uh, best of luck with the event in advance before I do see you on site. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for the support here. Appreciate you so much. Uh, there he is, Jesse Stahl, in advance of tomorrow night's gala, the Imagination Gala, Oh, What a Night with the Pap Corp. Cancer affects all of us and all of us differently, but when you are a young boy who doesn't know anything about life and you lose your dad, um, it becomes a different road to navigate in life. Jesse understands it. I understand it. I hope nobody else ever does. Yeah, I, I do not have any perspective for it. The only perspective I have for it is from... You. It, it, it's a very, it's far too common a story. It's far, far too common a story. But I learned how to tie a knot from my fraternity pledge book guideline, following the instructions. Had to teach myself those types of things. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, we can eradicate these forms of these cancers, slow them down to some degree. It, it's crazy in 2021 that all of this continues to just be. Yeah. You know, I mean, Thank God we got a vaccine for this virus, but we got to work on some of these long-term big picture. It's charities like this. It's events like this that help the cause. That make a difference. Uh, Dean Thomas, uh, same question for you. Of any music act now you can't see because they're gone or it's not possible anymore, which one would you choose to get to see one time in person? Ooh, if there was an act that I could. Is it Kenny Rogers? Uh, no, Kenny Loggins. It's Kenny Loggins. No, you know, I'm I'm still alive. He's still alive. He's still alive? No, I'm going to tell you exactly who it is. Tony Orlando and Dawn. Um, so you could call them out on how the lyrics of that song were a little bit rough 
and then yeah. we can have the guy call in and get oh, mad man, at us. That was crazy. Because, Absolutely. Because he knew Tony Orlando from Mississippi <laughs> or Missouri or whatever. Uh, knock three times on the ceiling is the mm. one I'm talking about, right? And you're yeah. like, hey, yep. listen, it's a little bit aggressive. Uh-huh. And then I defended it. We listened to it again. I'm like, oh, he's right. <laughs> and then tie a yellow ribbon. I said, is a man get out of prison? And the dude got all angry and said, no, it's not. It's really. And then you listen to it. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a song it's about definitely, prison. Definitely, yeah. song about prison. Kenny, how about you? Uh, Nirvana. Nirvana's a great call. Yeah. Nirvana's definitely a great Nirvana. call. Nirvana. Christina, how about you? Any music act that you can't see now anymore, but you wish you could have just once? Well, the people I'm thinking of are alive, so I feel like I could see them. <laughs> <laughs> so you're they're not answering not, the question. They're just not performing right now. So so like like the Beatles or somebody that is impossible? Who would you have that's impossible? Please don't say who's the Beatles. No, I... Do you know okay, who the Beatles I, are? I know who the Beatles are. Okay. Um, but it's not... I want. I really want to see Britney Spears. But I don't see that ever it's happening again. It's the home again. team on ESPN <laughs> 106.3. She's alive. <laughs>